just like skip all of the primes. I don't know. It's it's weird. And Wiggins, Where's D Rose in this? Wiggins man? is just Damn. Wiggins is just awful. Wiggins D Rose needs to be on here. They flop really on the Wiggins off. Yeah. Derek Rose, man. Derek Martel Rose is not on this list. That is crazy. That's whack. What? what you guys Derek Martel Rose is not on this list, bro. What did you say? Did you say crazy. Darren? Did you say Darren? I said Derek Martel Rose is not yeah. on this list. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Yeah. I have a problem with that. Okay. That's awesome. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Say Less Basketball Podcast. You're currently listening to this week's episode. This is week of October 24th, Sunday. Um, we got some, obviously the season has started. Yes, sir. And we got some things to talk about. And the top 75 list was uh, also mentioned. So we're just going to get casual here and talk about some shit. This is uh, episode 37. Appreciate everyone looking at the episode last week. Uh, we talked. It was kind of funny. We talked about the <laughs> the the basketball drafts and the fantasy drafts. And that was oh good. god! Um, but we got some some decent views on that. You know, which is didn't we really? We got twenty seven views, and usually we don't get we don't, we don't we don't get in the twenties for some of these. So <clears throat> uh, it's okay. turning out like uh, it looks like my predictions, my preseason rankings were very wrong. You know, we'll take what I, we'll take what we can get here with these twenty these twenty views. Yeah, your preseason rankings are all over the place, but then again, so is everyone's team, even my team. It, my it, team, my team is. It's awesome. all going to come down to injuries. Yeah. Whoever has players get hurt, like me. I, yep. you know, I said this last week. Everybody, here's an update on my team: seven players got injured this week in week yep. one, including my number one pick. Yeah, yep. seven players out. And now I'm going to lose to one of the worst teams in the league. I, I lose everybody on my team. <laughs> Yes, just yes, like last uh, year and the year before, and the year before that. Let's go. Yep, 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 yep. yep, yep. <laughs> Love it. Yeah, but uh, that's going to be interesting, you know. We'll keep you guys updated if we, you know, if anyone has any basketball, fantasy basketball, sleepers or whatever they want to talk about, we can always bring that up throughout the season, you know, at any time, you know, on the podcast. So that's going to be, that could be cool. But the uh, Ben Simmons, obviously, man, the Ben Simmons stuff is so, it's so funny because we talked about it like the last, it's been like the first thing we've talked about like the last three episodes because it just keeps progressing. Um, it feels like a month, yeah. It feels like it's been, it's, man, it's just, it's been the whole off season and now, um, which I'm, I'm surprised that it's progressed to now, that the situation is still, you know, so awkward and still no solution has been made and the season has just started, like, I would feel like the Sixers want to focus on, you know, playing basketball and not Ben Simmons, but that feels like the case. Like that's not an ideal case that Ben Simmons is like you're there's drama already in the it's game one um, of the NBA season. So with the Simmons stuff, oh man, I think uh I think Embiid, yeah, we we're talking about this. So the Embiid has always been back and forth on this. You know, Will has compared this to the relationships, <laughs> to an actual <laughs> relationship. Sorry, I'm still sick, so I got a little bit of a cough. Um, but, it was up all night. Yeah, but, uh, uh, you know, Embiid said, you know, in the start, in the start before the, the opener, I think, before the home opener, like, he's still our brother, 
but then before they like started the uh literally like a day prior yeah like two days prior yeah he said you know i don't i don't care about that man we're we have to focus on us i'm focused on playing the basketball and starting the season he's like i don't care what that man does which is you know basically saying you know they don't care and then there was obviously all the stuff with him getting thrown out of practice. And now he says he's not mentally ready to start the season. So, golly. Said, Here's a quote. I This is just that line. I urge you guys to continue to support us and our teammate Ben because he's still our brother. Bruh. I, just, I don't know what to make of this man. Because Ben, to me, I, I said this on the podcast multiple times. I think you guys were saying like Joel has kind of like consistently been like, I don't want to deal with this, but I feel like this kind of stuff just gives off mixed signals. It's just, it's really confusing. And um, considering that Ben Simmons feels like a a 16 year old teenage, you know, a, a teenage girl in terms of his emotions, this is probably really messing with his head. Yeah. It's really messing you know? with the team, man. Like, like they're supposed to be starting the season, and this is obviously the main focus in Philadelphia when it should be, you know, starting off hot and trying to get wins, you know. But it's it, this really, it's just a bad situation for both for every side, you know. And they have to trade him. He's they not gotta, even just a he's just a teenager in general. Bro, that a bro- girl. This that, is just a teenage relationship. Bro, they got to see if they can get that Brogdon trade, that Pacers Brogdon trade. I mean, I saw I that. Said they, that I was watching that episode a few days ago. Yep. When I said, you, and you too, both were like, no, Brogdon's not good enough. He's not, he's not an all-star. Well, now look at that. Now You're it looks right. like it would have been a great trade. Yeah. Because they they just, his his stock is so low. Like, what can you get for him at this point? Like, a cookie? You know, some cookies out for Santa or something? Like, <laughs> what are you going to get? This man, <laughs> Cook- I don't know what to get. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a great trade. <laughs> Yeah, and, I, think and, uh, I think it's. I think that trade is still in the in the rumors and the Knicks is, by the way. I've, I've seen it, uh, like reports that they're that they they're still inquiring. The Sixers are still inquiring because uh, Ben Simmons is a great defender. Brogdon is a pretty good defender too. Yeah, you're gonna get elite shooting with Brogdon. He's 50, 40, 90, what or close to it every year. He's done yeah. it before, right? He's done it before. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So so you're getting elite shooting. That's that's. I mean, you don't necessarily need that on Sixers. They've got some decent shooting, but it can't hurt. And then the defense, you don't lose the defense. He's not 6'10", so he won't be able to defend everybody like Ben Simmons can. But the most important thing is you get him out of the locker room. You need Simmons. He's just a distraction. Brogdon is, um, is a good fit, right? Because he can, he can also score and he can distribute if he needs to. You know, he can do a lot of things. Look how he's playing you. so far this year. Yeah. Like two games or three games or something. He's, he's looked, the, he's looked really good. Yeah, he's looked really good, yeah. Um, what did I say? I think, I think when Simmons got suspended, <laughs> we, we had an argument. Oh, my God, I had some trash that was falling out of my desk. <laughs> oh, really? I, huh. I feel like Zach right now. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> How, how's your chair bro how's your chair I, with your propped up laptop <laughs> my chair is fine i'm i'm cooling man i'm fine bro so when when simmons said or when he got suspended for the first game i i told you guys in the chat i was like you know the, to me this says maybe he would have played because i i was like why would you suspend him if he wasn't even gonna play for one game right um 
and then Joelle came out and said, so I was like, oh, well, maybe this can be mended again. I was like, oh, maybe this can be mended, even though I had I, no I've been hope. going back and no, forth. I had, I had and then no Joel immediately, like the next day is like, I really don't care about this man. And I was like, okay, well, the, never mind. And then he comes out and they, he says, I urge you to guys to continue to support us and our brother, Ben, because he's our teammate, Ben, because he's still our brother. And I'm like, what? And, this this, is, and Simmons says he's not ready mentally or physically. And the, yeah, yeah, they all meet. They all meet. Yep. The team meets with Ben Simmons, and they all agree this is all our faults. To be fair, that's true. Usually, boys and girls, in your breakup situations, usually <laughs> it is both your faults. Yeah. That's usually how it is, just yep. like this. Yep. So they, they come to that, and then, then he's like, oh, I'm just not mentally ready to play. So, again, now I'm wondering, well, is he going to try and play at some point? What, what's going to happen? So you don't know, Muhammad. I I, I want to ask, like, do you think where are you at this point? Because I feel like I'm in an um, just emotion, not emotional. I'm just like confused at this yeah. point. I think it's just one of those forgive and forget type things. Um. So I mean, they had the team meeting, and I think that was a good idea for everybody to just let out the feelings. So at this point, it's if Ben Simmons is ready to play. He's ready to play. If he's not, then it's up to, you know, Daryl Moore. I will say, um, remember at the, the beginning of this, I, many episodes I've said this is, you can't undo this. This is damage beyond repair, right? I've said that many times. I don't think so. Well, I don't anymore because they all met. If you all meet like that, that's that to me is showing maturity. That's moving forward, like trying to take the steps in the right direction. I got to be honest. I did not think that would ever happen. I really didn't. Ben Simmons had literally all but literally moved out of the state. Yeah. He'd done everything but that. So I did not see that coming. Then they do it. Now I think I would I would go back to what you just said, forgive and forget. At this point, just, just move on, honestly. Yeah, I saw you. If you're still adamant about getting traded – as, as uh, Skip or Shannon, it's Skip. I think Skip has said the best way for you to get traded is to play. That's the yep. best way. Yep. Because right now, nobody wants you. There was reports that saying the earliest he's going to get traded is like early December. So is he, he's not getting paid, right? Or is he? I'm not sure. Yeah, there was I the saw something that he was. That he was getting fined or whatever. I don't know. I don't yeah. really know. Hasn't he lost? I know he's lost money from uh, you know team getting fined and then suspended and and all that and missing games, missing all the preseason as well. Yeah, I think they find him for missing the preseason and training camp. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish we could have been there for that team meeting. Man, that would have been man, that would have been hilarious. a gold mine. Yeah, that would have been. Oh, we're sorry for you know saying that we don't believe we can win with you. Um, you know, also, I, Joel, I'm, I'm sorry, or Ben, I'm sorry, you know, for saying I don't care about you. And then the literal next day saying that I do, and we, we love you like our brother. And then Ben will, then will, Ben will be like, uh, yeah, I'm sorry for handling this, like a child running away, moving out, uh, ghosting all of you. I think this is basically. A- yeah, this is a bad. This is a bad move on the Sixers too. Like he should have been gone months ago. He should have been traded away. 
before the season had even started, like way before any of this, way before now. And they didn't. Well, yeah, because his draft or his trade values just plummeted. And he was, his value was way lower than they thought. So I saw. He should have been way gone like months ago. And he's still. I want to ask you. He's still. I want to ask you guys. Um, sorry, I, I keep Go cutting on, you go off. Ahead. It's go I ahead. feel like there's a delay in speaking over like when you hear in headphones. Um, but uh so I think it was Stephen A was saying this all started with when they tried to trade him for Bradley Beal. What do you guys think? I mean it's, it's justified because he hasn't, you know, you know, shooting is holding him back and it's holding the team back and it cost him a lot, especially last playoffs. So I I don't think he should be mad. He should be mad at himself, if anything. But I, I, I mean, I I do. Yeah. Think he should be mad. I would be mad at both. I'd be more mad at myself because I let my team down. Ultimately, I'm too much of a team player to like just be okay with it. But still, both parties have handled this pretty poorly, in my opinion. It's costing. It's, you know, his his shooting's costing. And, and you know what's crazy? Oh, well, it is. His fifth year, he's, he has to improve his game at some point. Yeah, yeah, I agree with Mohammed. Yeah, who who was it? Uh, the Kelsey, what, what's his name? Kelsey, um, that was Kelsey, Jason, Jason Kelsey? Kelsey. Yeah, did you see what he said? Yeah, I seen it. I didn't see it. I he just he basically just said, uh, he's like, get just improve, show that you're making steps to get better, and this city will love you. And he isn't, yeah, it's, it's that simple. I mean. It's every year nobody i i actually even think that if he started shooting jump shots they'd love him like right and being like Giannis and airballing who cares Giannis doesn't care Giannis is his number one example i mean look at yeah look at his improvement yeah you're, you're not going to get better by not doing it you nope. like isn't i mean everybody knows the saying practice makes perfect right that feels like a foundational thing you grow up learning yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think they they should have trained him a while ago, like you said. This this is this yeah. might have gotten to the point where it, it just it just might be too late where you have to repair it, which okay. you know they could. And oh, what I was gonna say is did you see the Sixers against the Nets? They look pretty good. I like to think if they had Ben Simmons that night, they win that game. Because mm-hmm. I personally thought the rest were questionable. In the, the end of the game, the Nets got a, a couple calls that really benefited them. Can't blame the refs, but, you know, if Ben Simmons is there, I don't even think it matters that you get those calls, the Nets do. So, the uh, Sixers I mean, are still really good. Yeah, they are. Yeah. What What do you mean? Well, I don't know, because they're, they're winning most of the – they're winning that game most of the time because of the shooting. Because they're just hitting a bunch of threes. So if Ben Simmons would say, I don't know, it would probably be a different way. Because I don't think his shooting would have, you know, obviously made it. His, his defense could have helped a lot, although Matisse Thibel really. It was really just KD. And then James Harden. Yeah, was Harden there. was terrible. He did hit like one really big three. I mean, he, he did heat up a little bit in the second half, but he was just kind of lazy to me. So. Don't say Harden, James Harden being lazy. Dead. So what oh, happens man. when you go to the clubs before the season starts, oh. bro? <laughs> oh, man. 
but yeah, but the Ben Simmons thing is always uh always We're probably gonna talk about it every week for the whole season. Every week for the whole season, it feels like yeah. You know, the Brogdon trade, I don't know if you guys remember, but I think that's the Brogdon trade was like uh Simmons and like uh freaking cork mats for uh like Brogdon and like Lavert or something. And or like or like Brogdon Lavert and uh TJ Warren, I think. It was one of, it was like it was like those those mix of those players anyway. That's a good trade to me. That's a great that's trade. That's a really good trade. Yeah, that's a great trade. Yeah. They, that's they should they if you if you're getting that still, like still, even with Ben Simmons trade value the way it is. I don't know why they haven't taken that yet. Yeah, if they're Still getting it, but that's it for the Ben Simmons stuff. We're going to talk about that every week, so we'll have talk to, time to talk about it in the future, you know. Um, but the start to the season was really what has happened in this week. Uh, there's been a lot of uh developments, it's been a lot of hot starts, it's been really exciting. Uh, I, I think at, at first off, we should talk about the Bulls, uh, because the Bulls are. The only team in the NBA three and and our uh, and their Muhammad Nice favorite team, uh, and mine as well, right, gentlemen? Yes, right? Yes. Um. <laughs> no, no support from the crowd. <laughs> oh, okay. Thanks. Nice. This guy like throwing tomatoes at me, basically. <laughs> like the episode of SpongeBob with when they oh my god, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but what do you guys think? Uh, of the Bulls' hot start, they beat the Pistons twice. Um, there was that really that blowout win against the Pelicans too. Um, so, what do you guys think so far? What, what's the uh, points of emphasis? I know we've been posting some reaction videos. Muhammad has on the TikTok, so go view those. Uh, you know, it's really some of some Muhammad's uh, insight is very developed, very insightful. Have also been very insightful. Will, Will has always been. I I gotta get on that. Um, but look at that. It's really insightful. Um, there are re- they're really good. You know, they're not just talking about, you know, dumb shit. Or, you guys, I think you guys, I think you guys actually get into depth. With it, so, wow. Thanks for interrupting me. I was trying to give you a compliment, but go ahead. That's no, fine. No, I was talking to myself. Keep going. Oh, okay. Sorry. But I, I was, gonna, but I was going to, yeah. So both of you guys have been doing a good job with that. So proud of you guys, but what do you guys think so far? I know defense has been, uh, one talking point. I don't know if Muhammad or Will wants to go first. But what is it? I want to hear, what, I wanna hear uh, Goku guys, or whoever's on your shirt. I can't see. Akarat. Okay. That is Goku, yeah. Um, so, I mean, my, I mean, I guess uh, based off all three games, uh, defense has kind of been the big one for me. It's just hustle and just, uh, you know, the steals, the blocks, the little black block party they had yesterday. Um, Caruso, obviously a great defender. Uh, who else? Troy Brown Jr., Javante Green, Lonzo. We already know, you know, they have defensive mentality. But DeRosa and Levine have been the kind of surprise because, you know, I guess not technique-wise they're good, um, but just their hustle and their effort has been fantastic. I mean, Levine's been – Double teaming good. He's been uh, getting a couple steals. Rosen's been playing uh, good on ball defense, off ball. Uh, so just the defense been great. And the offense already knew. Rosen's mid range guy. Levine's, you know, 
I think it was a uh, second game. He didn't have any points in the first quarter. Came in second quarter, scored twenty points in six minutes. It was just mm-hmm. you know, just like that. Uh, Vooch double double god. Every game he's had double double. Um, so yeah, just I'm happy it's a good start. Um, play the Raptors tomorrow. Time of this recording, but uh, Raptors, Knicks, uh, Jazz, and I think the Nets after. So you know some real tests coming up. Next will be a good game. Uh, that first Pistons game was like, uh, I think we were talking about it or somebody was. I don't know if I was talking about it with you, but it was like a classic Bulls-Pistons, like 80s, 90s game. It was like low scoring, um, pretty atrocious offense, but, you know. Yeah, comes from uh, that. Yeah. Well, it was the Bulls' first game, too. Um, Sadiq Bay. I like Sadiq Bay. I really want him on my fantasy team, but I made the mistake of saying his name out loud, and I think Eve picked him up or Hayden, <laughs> naturally. Um, I think I think the, the Bulls are going to be good. I know Zach was telling me it's only one game or two games or something in the chat. It, relax, bro. I Did you – like, do you – here's the biggest difference I've seen with the Bulls is the environment and the UC. Like – I, I haven't seen it that crazy in a while. Like when, you know, Lonzo did that alley-oop to get his triple-dub again yeah. to, yeah. to Caruso. Like, I get it. Like, you, you go crazy for an alley-oop, but, like, this was just – the energy felt so different. I'm not yeah. there, so I don't, I don't totally know. Yeah, but, but it definitely – yeah. It feels like everybody fan-wise and on the team believes they're going to be a really good team. And I feel like part of that, that's part of the reason, like, Zach Levine and DeMar, who are not really known as defensive players, are starting to kind of play that way. It's kind of like back when they had Thibodeau, and that team was just so elite defensively. I wouldn't call Derrick Rose a good defender. I wouldn't call, like, um, Kirk – well, I guess Kirk kind of – their team was really good defensively. But, like, Carlos Boozer, even not a great defender. But these are guys that, like, elevated – I feel like the same thing's happening with the Bulls. Um, I, I really am looking forward to this season. I think they're un, – unlike our, our fourth member who couldn't make it today because he, he says his car battery's dead and his air, air in his tire is dead and he's cleaning. And really what happened is he just didn't get out of bed. Um, yeah. I don't believe they're going to lose 25 more games than last year and become the worst team in the history of the league. I think they might win – 25 no they're not gonna win 25 more games they might win like 15 more games 30 31 to 46 feels yeah doable it's funny jack isn't here after uh shitting all over the bulls in that last episode it's interesting kind of makes you kind of makes you wonder you know a little bit about the about some things demar um, dude demar is just I know you said mid-range guy, but I just watch him. I'm like, every single time he shoots a mid-range shot, I just expect it to go in. That's every time. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's literally like uh, how I felt when the Miami Heat were playing the Spurs in the finals and like Shane Battier or Ray Allen or Mike Miller got a wide open three. I was like, ah, this is good as gold right now. And that's, that's what I feel Mike like. Miller. Every three shot, I just expected to go in. Yeah, that, hey, that that's what I feel like, bro. The Mike Miller shoeless three, that was, that was yep. iconic, yep. Um, what yeah. else? So I was concerned about their defense after the first game, especially Vooch. Vooch got destroyed yeah. in the paint in game one by, like, Jeremy Grant, who is not really 
size-wise, shouldn't be able to do that. Um, but their defense looked really good the last two games. Again, not I feel like they're kind of masking how terrible Vooch is at defense because uh, Grant, um, Patrick Williams, they can kind of make up for that. I think they need to play Grant more because of that. Um, you mean uh, you say well, Grant. Oh, shoot, not Grant. Jeremy, Why am I saying Grant? Not Jeremy Grant, no. Not, not Jeremy Grant. Devon, yeah, Javante Green. Green. Um, mm. Might be. Um, because he he's he's a good defender. And he's like, um, you know who he reminds me of from the Friar Bulls teams? He kind of reminds me of like a Joakim Noah in a way. Um, his energy. Or, yeah, I was just going to say energy and hustle. Like yeah. he's not, he's not like going to score 50. He's not going to get 20 re- – well, I mean, he might get 20 rebounds. But he's just out there to just hustle, play his role, and go as hard as he can. That's what I love to see. Athletic as well, too. <laughs> Some of those blocks. Oh, my God. Dunks. Oh, my God. He's just flying through the air. I haven't been this excited for a Bulls team in a while. So, this is, this is something to look forward to. Now, their offense, they did a, annihilate the Pelicans. So, But the Pelicans are the Pelicans and now Zion. I want to see a little bit I, – I think it will take, like, 20 games for their offense to really get going, but I would like to see a little more. Just because, like, yesterday, 97 points, that ain't going to work against the Bucks or the Nets. Yeah. That ain't going to happen. So, you know, if we want to really compete with the elite teams, which I don't know if they're there yet, but if you really want to, you're going to have to score a little more. Yeah, they I, mean, I think they slowed down because they had they're up like almost thirty. Yeah, yeah, that, that's yeah. what they were doing. They they just quit. Let, yeah, and they let him come back and uh, shave it down to like twelve points. I was like, okay. Shave. I feel I gotta be honest with you. I like the Bulls' chances against virtually everyone in the league if they're playing like a seven man rotation because their their yeah. their first seven is yeah. not the best in the league, but it's it's really good. I think. I think like. I don't even think Billy, Billy knows his rotation yet because he he was rot- he was rotating a lot of guys in the first three games. I mean, I yeah. got like I think fifteen minutes, you know, in two of those games, and uh, what what else? Troy Brown Jr. was getting minutes. I do want to see Derek Jones Jr. and Tony Bradley get some minutes. I want to see how they play too. Is Kobe White hurt? Yes. Yeah, he's hurt right now. Okay, that's gonna be interesting um, to see how the the bench lineup develops when he's once he's back. Yeah, I got. Well, go ahead. Let me just say, this is another great sign: is six, five, six, seven, five, six, seven players in double figures every game. That's that's a recipe for winning. Yep. Yep. Go on, Zach. Sorry. I was going to say, yeah, Caruso's been really uh, solid off the bench. You know, uh, you know, he's he's always had like that minimal bench role on the on like the Lakers, but he's playing like high minutes these last couple of games and, you know, 20 plus, 25 plus even some games. Um, and, you know, just having him on the floor makes the, makes the possibilities more electric. I think, you know, he's capable of doing like those dunks and everything that we've seen like in the Pelicans game and everything that was hype. Um, that's probably the most hype bulls moment, you know, in the last like five or 10 years, it feels like. Um, but, you know, that's really hype. Uh, and then seeing just all around play from, all the new guys too, like Lonzo and Demar. You know that's really nice. You know the the Lonzo triple double was really cool. Uh, just and he really he had like a like some a lot of block like four blocks and three steals. 
uh, like last game, I think. He's a pest. I Lonzo know. is that's, such a pest. That's such a pest. That's that's awesome. Uh, yeah, I think he got the steal on that the that Caruso. He started the steal. He got the steal and then started like the the Caruso, like the uh, break. LA, yeah, LA, the break. Yeah. So that's that's big. You know, I always love. I think fast break opportunities are very like underrated and they're not they're not as they're not as looked at. I think in the league. And if the Bulls can get steals like that and have Caruso or Levine running down the floor going into the paint and Lonzo or somebody or Kobe White maybe if when Kobe White comes back and he's throwing alley-oops to them like those are easy points every single time you know because those are guys who can score and dunk um, and I'm really excited about that because that makes the team way more exciting and more dynamic when they can score in the fast break uh, instead of you know having you know Laurie Markkinen as their second best player uh, but <laughs> but I like that. Uh, let's, it's an exciting time to be a Bulls fan. Uh, I just want to say real quick, if, the Bulls have not lost this year. Yeah, if you want to call they me a Bulls They have not fan. lost. If you want to call me a Bulls fan. And regular season. Don't cut me off anymore because I'm talking about how the Bulls are undefeated. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but they look hot. Uh I think Ayo's only played like a couple of like 10 minutes, but he's gotten a few blocks every now and then too. I think he had that big block in the last game or something. I can't remember, but. I don't know if y'all were watching uh, most of the games, but uh, uh, Lee's Johnson off the bench, you know, the Stacey Kings like dubbed him like uh, baby Rodman. I think he says. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes, he does. And he's he's low key got a point because he you know he's built like him he kind of plays like him he's just a big hustle guy off the bench like we talked about another good defensive piece and just brings energy with Javante so excited to see what he does too. They've got a really good defensive team. I you know what here's another thing they're not even playing. That's the one thing I'm kind of scared about because like outside of Vooch like it's just a bunch of you know six eight six nine under guys and they have. Long guys like Derek Jones and Tony Bradley, but they haven't played, and they only played in the ball. That's what I was gonna say. Is they they need? I think this team it's gonna be weird. You're right because rotations are gonna be key for this, and we don't want Billy being like Steve Nash. Yeah, (laughs) but I do almost think this team could have like a ten man rotation. Like I think they're that deep. I mean, it depends and, on the team they play. Yeah, they, yeah. Well, that's the other thing is I was gonna yeah. say is he could follow in Nick Nurse's footsteps. Where Nick Nurse, like yeah, Chris Boucher, oh my gosh, it, you know, depending on what team they're playing, he will change his starting lineup. He does not care, and yeah. he will change the rotations completely, yeah. which is good coaching. And Nick Nurse is a great coach, so I think it could be like you said, Muhammad, very team dependent, and they they should because. The length will it will catch up to them. Look at the Nets already. The Nets have just gotten annihilated on the boards, absolutely annihilated. And what is the one stat I always say? The basic stat that leads to winning is rebounds. If you have more rebounds than the other team, you're almost always going to win. Almost always, you got to be able to rebound. Yeah. So you're right. It, it does worry me a little um because effort and like just athleticism can only go so far at some point if you're playing like a Jokic or Giannis like they're just gonna they're just gonna eat you alive I mean look what Giannis did to the Nets right yeah (laughs) and no answer none 
Middleton, Lopez, Giannis, Connington, just a bunch of long guys all in one lineup. It's, that's, a, that's, that's a lot. Yeah. And the Sixers, too. Sixers are pretty long, too, even without Simmons. Got a lot of long guys. Dude, Matisse Thibel. That man can defend. That I'm man can defend. I watched, I watched him give it to Durant one possession. Mm-hmm. He... Durant got Durant, you know, whining and crying. Oh, it was a foul. He fouled me on the chat. Eh. I was like, what? No, not really. That was just good defense. Well, granted, the next play down, he just destroyed Thibel. But, like, that dude can defend. The Sixers are a really good defensive team, too. Oh, since you brought up, you know, complaining about fouls, I was going to ask, like, you know, I've watched a lot of, you know, a couple games this week, and the foul calls have been going way down like the whole you know flopping and always you know especially Harden Harden's like shot I don't think he's got like more than five free throws in the first three games or two games so but I've seen an interesting stat it said uh league average free throw uh, attempts per game is currently 19.7 and that's the lowest in NBA history wow really it's a small wow. sample size but just based off the eye test like the refs are not you know giving the bullshit you know leaning in or you know foul baiting all that stuff so that's good. We were watching that one play That's together good. with the Warriors where Steph, Steph, you remember that play uh, yeah, a few yeah. nights ago where he was like about to, and then in mid shot, he like passed it because he realized, oh, I'm not going to get this call. I saw yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's not good for year. the league, man. It's good for yeah. the league. Yeah, it, th- this is this nonsense. It's not because it doesn't require talent. To me, it's not out dueling the defender if you just manipulate the game and draw a foul like that which yeah, is pretty yeah. much how Harden plays I agree yeah but you know there was all that uh they talk about the refs and everything in the Olympics because the, they didn't get any like calls during the Olympics not nearly as many as they do in the NBA yeah the FIFA the FIFA refs that yeah was so FIBA yeah the F- oh yeah. FIBA I'm talking I'm thinking about soccer my Come on, FIFA's not even with the EA anymore <laughs> but yeah uh, that's that's interesting. That's that's but yeah, like you guys said, that's good for the league. Um, that's a good segue into the uh, into the Warriors. You know, the Warriors are two and zero. I just wanted to shout out the war. No, <laughs> nah. I'm a Bulls fan first, despite what they say. I think I'm a Bulls fan. I'm pretty sure, one thousand percent positive that I'm a Bulls fan first. But the Warriors are always enticing to me because Steph is on them. But they're pretty. They've gotten on to a nice start uh, too. There's a lot of a lot of great, um, you know, young teams that have gotten out to hot starts, like the Grizzlies. Um, the Grizzlies, yeah, I, th- I think we can all agree that the Grizzlies' depth uh, is really, uh, like, really has a lot of potential to be great. You know, they got they got guys like DeAnthony Melton and Desmond Bain off the bench who can contribute on scoring nights, um, and then Jaron Jack. If Jaron Jackson can stay healthy and Ja can stay healthy the whole year, that's that team's going to be a nice playoff team i think uh and then the knicks have obviously been 2-0 and as well you know the the bucks are 2-1 and the hornets are 2-0 and the wizards are somehow 2-0 and too kuzma and uh and um spencer dinwiddie had one off one night uh, which is funny because you know everyone yeah. was everyone was shit on the wizards in the beginning and they were say, saying that they're like the shanghai sharks of the nba and then they're 2-0 so you never really know it's really funny because the reason they went off is because somebody named Bradley Beal, who happens Bradley to be Beal's on my there. fantasy team, was not there. Wasn't playing. Played one game. He got hurt. 
First yeah. pick for me. Just <laughs> oh man. Didn't shout even last out. two games. Shout out to the Timberwolves too. They've been pretty good. Oh, right. I know they get off to a hot start every year and then they'll just, you know, be one of the worst teams in the West, but yeah. But they they look pretty good this year. Especially Kings the, are making the playoffs. Kings are making Kings, the playoffs. I don't think that's gonna happen. What's your I think it's, uh, put it down. Put it down. You got it down for me? That's a take. That's that's a prediction. I'm keeping that all year. What y'all think about the uh, the Lakers? Thoughts about them? I was waiting. I know they've been the talk. Oh, we got to talk about that. Yeah. Did you did you see what RJ Richard Jefferson said about uh? Actually, never mind. I wouldn't bring that up. You guys won't understand. Um, that argument with Dwight and AD. Yeah, that's not good. That is not good. I mean, what do you even what do you make of that? I think it was just just in the heat of the moment. Obviously, they're getting, you know, punished. I think AD was just trying to tell Dwight, you know, he was, talk, he was talking about something, something about the previous play. I think Dwight was just annoying him and AD, you know, losing the game, wasn't playing good. I think his emotions just got filled up and he just, you know, just, you know, went off on him. I think uh, I was watching this one video. I forgot who it was, but he was talking about how, like, usually when there's, like, blow-ups on the sidelines, you see guys, like, yelling at each other or getting, to, like, each other's face. But he said, like, he's never seen somebody, like, put their hands, like teammates put their hands on each other. And I thought, I was like, yeah, Loki, I've never seen that either. So I think that was pretty interesting. So maybe he was actually that mad, but Dwight, after the game said, you know, they're still brothers and, you know, it's all good and everything, but we never know. I, uh, <laughs> That's just damage control, right? I I um I can't wait to see Undisputed. Because I know Skip won a case of do on that one. Yeah. Uh, that it would be so funny because I don't know what excuse Shannon's gonna have. the The obvious one is gonna be they're just not gonna figure it out immediately. Their chemistry is gonna be bad for a while. It's just not gonna happen right away. But I do think this could potentially be a kind of issue the Lakers have for the whole year. Chemistry, I think so too. Oh, yeah. Yes, but but the, specifically that kind of thing where teammates are getting all up in each other's face. Like you saw the – did you guys see the video with LeBron Young at campaign? Yeah. Like that's oh, – yeah. to me, that's beneath him. Like you just – you hear what they say, you ignore it. Don't even – don't worry about it. Let your play do the talking. You don't need to say, hey, well, you were home a year ago, whatever. Like it doesn't matter. Who cares? People are just saying that stuff to rile you up. And clearly, it riled LeBron up, right. in my opinion. That's how I took it. I think that they're going to be a little bit thin-skinned with each other this year because there's going to have to be a level of patience that I'm not sure all of them can display. I just, I don't know, I have some questions on that that end. But ultimately, I still, people are going to overreact. Like, they're own 2 They're still probably the best team in the West. Um, I don't care if the Jazz go 82-0. I would still pick the Jazz to lose in the playoffs. So, <laughs> Man. I, I really don't care. But um, I will say, to back your Warriors, Zach, um, yeah. I thought it was an impressive win that they beat the Lakers. I really did not expect that to happen opening night. And, yeah. and honestly, I just watched the Lakers' offense. It's kind of like the Nets. It's really stagnant. And the Warriors just move. They move a ton. And Steph was horrible in that game. I know you 
said his stats were close to a triple double, but stats don't tell the whole story. You watch the game, he was not good. He, he got and they still double. won the game. He got a triple did double. Did he get a triple yeah. double? Okay. Yeah, he did. And he said that he played awful after. Yeah, exactly. So I, I would agree with his assessment. Um, he's a superstar, so I'd expect a little more. But so that was an impressive win for them to me. Yeah, it's still early. It's still early, so we don't really know. Super early. You know, it's just it's a journey. The whole season is a journey. Um, that's what I, one of the things I love about the NBA is that there's this just this long journey they have to go through to get to the playoffs, and you know, there's a lot of ups and downs and injuries and different things like chemistry issues throughout the season. And um, you know, if you start hot, it's, this is the same with baseball. I think um, you know, if you start hot, that is not good because um, you need to be hot at the end of the season, and that rides into the playoffs. Um, so that's going to be big. You know which teams are gonna are are hot right now and gonna and are gonna stay hot. They're hot. I'm hot right if now. If they can stay hot, you know that's if they can stay hot. That's oh wow! I just got that reference. But you just got it. I, that took a minute. I, I was in my thoughts there, uh, <laughs> thinking about the season. Uh, but it, it's awesome to have the NBA back. You know, again in a full season. Um, you know, with the fans uh, here as well. So. Crazy that the, that the bubble was only like a year ago, but uh, we're here. Uh, so top 75 list also came out. Hold up. I want to ask about the Nets because they're oh, the Nets. other big Real team. Quick. Sorry. Yeah. Go what, ahead. What's, what do you guys think, Mohammed? How, do you, how are you feeling about that team? How are you feeling about the coaching specifically? It's two games, but. Roll my notes real quick. <laughs> That's not a good sign right there. He dropped his head. And <laughs> he wants to make sure he's got his the right words. Well, I just took some notes from any game that I watched. Um, so mm-hmm. just from the opener against the Bucks, KD and Harden just were nonchalant. They looked just, like you said, stacked in the offense. Like, it was just like, you know, no pick and roll really with Harden. It was just, you know, let's give it KD ISO or something like that. Lazy on defense. Defense, been a question, you know, ever since they got together. Steve Nash rotations and minutes were kind of weird. I understand playing Claxton. I, I don't think he's a good player like ever. Like, I think he's a great. He's great a decent defender, but he's just he's just yeah. he's kind of too weak to me. Like like he was getting beaten in the paint a lot. To be I, fair, a lot of players will get beaten. By yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. yeah. By honest. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Drew Holiday obviously got injured um, during that game. I don't think he's going to lost by it. They will lose by. They would have lost by forty if he didn't. Yeah, facts. Uh, but Bucks role players stepped up. Um, Nets players, Patty Mills, ten to ten from three. Um, I haven't missed a shot throughout the whole season. Paul Millsap and uh, Marcus Aldridge. I think. I think the lineup should be Harden, KD, Patty. LaMarcus and Aldridge. I think that's the balance with shooting. LaMarcus it, and Aldridge? Huh? I mean, yeah. You said LaMarcus. LaMarcus. Oh, no, Seth. I'm tweaking. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, so, I think just because off experience, that's what they can play through right now. Um, but Harden, for me, like I told you, Will, and I said in the group chat, is his – I don't know if it's just a foul baiting, you know, taken out of the rules, basically. But his, his – he's not been – Aggressive enough for me. He might be. I don't know. Yeah, he hasn't. KD hasn't shot well either. 
like okay, he's been, two games. He's been, he's been confident with his shooting. He's been taking every shot. But I think- sh- yes, yes. I will say he, like, in the, the second half of both games, he was nuts. Like, yeah. I watched some of the – I will say this. I'm pretty confident. Well, I just meant, this. like, he wasn't scared to, like, take 25 yeah, 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 yeah. shots. But I feel like just because he has to, that's why he's doing it. Um, I, I think his efficiency will go up as they – Kind of figure this out. Um, they need Kyrie. They, I mean, they don't. I, I like to think they have a pretty good team without Kyrie. They should. Um, Katie, I, I feel confident in that some of the shots this man makes. I, I just, I drop my draw. Like I drop my, drop, drop my jaw. Oh my god, I drop my jaw. Like I swear that they're the most contested shots I've ever seen in my life, and he will just drain them. I just, I'm in like. When he shoots it, I'm like, that's a terrible shot. That's an absolutely terrible shot, but he makes it. Um, they need to they need the size, dude. The size is absolutely killing them in those first two games. And being Giannis, Brooke Lopez, I mean, Brooke Lopez kind of just stands on the wing, but he even, I mean, it's it's so bad. And their defense, their defense is not good. Their rotations, and I, when I say rotations, I mean rotating on defense yeah, is terrible. So many open layups for the Sixers. Yes, crazy. dude. I was like, I, I was gonna do a breakdown on our TikTok. I was like, yo, if this dude runs out, tries to steal the pass, doesn't get it, that person moves here, the other person moves here. Well, then that leaves somebody right down by the bucket. Well, the person guarding that far three needs to go down and guard the person at the bucket. You always you want to guard the closest path, right? The pass. Yeah. I, I just was watching. I was like, this is, this is a recipe for a disaster. You know, um, Harden, Harden needs to run. He needs to be more of the point guard, I think, than he has been because he's kind of just been doing he's, his – he's, he's playing like they, they have Kyrie out there because, like, when Kyrie's out there, that's that's what he plays. He's just – you know, he'll take a couple of threes. He'll drive in, but occasionally he wants to run the offense. Kyrie's not there. so He, he needs to run the offense. Yeah, he has to run the offense, but he has to do it like what could, what he did back in Houston, you know. That's so, how. Yeah. So, yes, watching the up. watching these games, I was I was thinking back to Kobe and his is what is what was his show? It was um YouTube thing. It was so it was on ESPN Plus. Yeah, or something. Yeah. Uh, oh, God, what the, that analyzing thing. He yeah, did? yeah. What was yeah. it called? God. Um, um d- detail detail yeah yeah detail. Yeah, peyton manning and kobe both did detail on the so yeah. so he would talk about how lebron teams always play through the two crown system i've mentioned this before i've mentioned it many times to me it's the number one reason that lebron teams don't win and it's also the number one teams the, the number one reason that his fans and everybody else are mainly his fans and him say that the team doesn't work without him on the court. It's because the system is literally designed around him. I saw the Nets playing the same way. Every other pass was to KD or Harden. And I was like, this is a recipe for disaster. You need to just play it, just move. And that's the other thing is there's no movement. So all this to say, I just have a lot of concerns about them right now. As, as a team that everybody is projecting to go to the finals, somehow they're the favorite. Blake Griffin needs to play. Um, I mean, I guess he doesn't. If they don't have one good-sized big man on the court, I don't know what they're doing. Has James, John- has James Johnson played for them yet? 
Yeah, he's I think he has. They should play him more minutes. That's like I have concerns about their depth. Like Patty Mills is going to be okay, um, and Aldridge. But if like Patty Mills and Aldridge and James Johnson and Claxton, like that's that's decent. If if they can get those guys going, they those guys can be decent. But if they're not going and if they're unhealthy or injured, like that's one of the worst benches in the entire league. I think and they're not really they're not they're. It's not really a deep roster. It isn't. They don't they, have, and, they, and they built that roster around having Kyrie, having three superstars. We talked about that last and week, they right? Yeah, and yeah. If they don't have one of them, it's going to be hard to work things out because they don't. That's not the way they're built. Um, so Harden is going to, like Muhammad said, Harden is going to have to step up um, and at least play, you know, decent minutes and you know be more aggressive with the shot taking, um, like Durant. And if that doesn't happen, then I'm, I have questions about this team because I don't know who else can step up on the if, – if they can get guys to step up and make shots with, you know, Kyrie out, like Patty Mills has been really nice for them, they should be winning. But they're not. <laughs> so – I mean, it is – yeah, it is still early. Um, question for you guys. Sorry. Yeah. Okay, man. I, I like Cam Thomas. Personally, I think he's a good rookie. I think they should play him more. I feel like he can at least kind of fill the role of Kyrie. Say Cam Thomas? Yeah, the rookie. He was like the, the summer league MVP or led the league in summer the summer league in scoring. I think he's a good player. I understand he's a rookie, but if you don't have Kyrie, Patty Mills can't exactly be that scorer. I mean, they beat the Sixers too, yeah. I mean, they beat the Sixers. I mean, yeah, but Durant, they beat the Sixers because KD hit some ridiculous KD, shots at the end. He hit a triple double. Danny Green air ball three straight threes. Yeah, yeah. Danny Green with the air ball, number one trending in America on Twitter that night. And Doc uh, Lewis didn't know how to challenge a. That that was that was the number one thing to me was like I was like, Doc, like, what are you doing, bro? There are like three calls in the last two minutes that were blatant fouls me by too. the Nets. And jump. they didn't call them. Hey. I don't know about Doc, dude. I'm sorry. Every year I start to question Doc more and more. Oh, yeah. But I, uh, I question him all the time now after the blown leads. Um, uh, Question for you guys, though. Who First week, who's intriguing to you in these conferences that, you know, that we're not all talking about, obviously? Teams or players? Teams or players. I don't care. Uh, um, yes. oh, go ahead, Mohammed. Sorry, I'm not gonna lie. The Cavs, Cavs have been looking like that rookie dude, Evan Mobley, bro. Watch out for him. Oh, yeah, that man is that man's a he's how do I say this? Like, that man's like his, his potential is like I think the highest of anybody in that draft class. He's like 6'9", 6'10". He's obviously a good defensive player, but his 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 playmaking is underrated, bro. His passing is – obviously, he can score, but his, his playmaking is underrated, bro. Watch out for the Cavs. Jared Allen, uh, you know, Colin Sexton, obviously everybody know about him. I don't know about Garland and uh, – what's his other guy, the Oka – what's the other guy's name? Uh, Okoro, Oka. Isaac Okoro. Mm-hmm. I don't know about their development. I haven't really watched them, so I don't know. I can, I can help you. Yeah, yeah, go yeah. ahead. 
Um, well, I'll just give you a hint. Darius Garland is on my fantasy team. So what does that tell you about him? He's been hurt. Yeah, he, he's been hurt. His development, though, last year, he really did come out. Isaac Okoro, he started to look good last year. At yeah, the end of the year, I, I think. He had a good like, start last year, yeah. Yeah, and he he's just he's not like a scorer or anything. He's just like your utility guy. He just does everything. I don't think he's looked too good this year thus far. It's only been three games. But you know who I think looks good? Laurie Markinen. And I'm I'm happy for Laurie because he was not a good fit for the Bulls, but I think he's a better fit for the Cavs. And for so I think his role is gonna, you know, it obviously already has been bigger. I'm hoping he has a better season. Yeah. Um, I didn't like I, I was crying about him all last year to get him off the team. Uh that doesn't mean I hate him. I just didn't like him on the Bulls. So I, I do I am happy for him. I hope he yeah, breaks out. What yeah. about um or Zach, you you didn't even get speak I was gonna on. say uh, I, was gonna, I was gonna say before uh I said before the Grizzlies are really intriguing to me. I think if Jaron Jackson can stay healthy, um, they're really not. If Jaron Jackson can stay healthy and Ja can stay healthy, they're that's like that's that's their core right there. If those guys can stay healthy and progress and to continue to develop, that's really it's really exciting. Um, you know, Stephen Adams down low. I think Stephen Adams is a great acquisition. Um, I think he's going to get most of the rebounds because Jaron Jackson is not. He really, he's he's a power forward. He's he's just he's a stretch for, so he doesn't get it as much as much rebounds. Um, and if Adams is down low, he's going to get most of the rebounds. He's a great rebounder. I think he's one of the most underrated big men in the league. Um, and then they have guys like Desmond Bain and DeAnthony Melton off the bench who can knock down some threes and knock down some big shots, um, and you know give Ja some nice assists. Uh, so that's really nice. You know, Ja had that explosive dunk. Uh, this one of those games as well. That was that was interesting. Um, and they don't have Dylan Brooks back. I think Dylan Brooks is going to be could be a nice acquisition too. So they just have a lot of young talent. Um, and last year, I know, I, I look I was looking at picking up a lot of the players from the Grizzlies last year on off waivers for basketball for fantasy, um, and they've all been really solid. So if they can continue to get guys going like Bain and. Uh, Melton and making those shots and giving jaw assists. And then they have Adams down low and Jaron Jackson, like they're a really solid all around team, I think. So that's exciting. Um, but we need to get to the top 75 list. So speaking of fantasy real quick, Truman just got hurt on my team. Classic uh, Will's team. I'm sorry, Will. Seven, eight injuries already in yeah, one week. Let's go. Are, we're we're <laughs> um, i'm gonna lose to raul i'm gonna literally lose to raul because i oh, had eight man. players get hurt this week. that's insane raul's oh, team man. is not that bad though but the uh, say that the top 75 list real quick before we wrap up we're already getting up there in the minutes right now but uh top 75 for the 75th anniversary um was announced earlier this week and there were some comments going around. There were some guys left off, including uh, – let me get this list up really quick. Let me show you – because there was a graphic going around about, you know, guys left off. Are you going to show it? The, yeah, I'm going to try and show it here if I can find it. 
I sent it on Instagram. Yeah, but you know, uh, Dwight got left off. I know Kyrie got left off. There was rumors about that. Everyone was everyone was talking about how Dwight should have been on it. Uh, but who do you guys think? Do you guys think this list is good? Do you think? I can't find it. You did not send it on this. It's just, yeah, I did. It's literally the last thing sent. I'm looking at it right now. Oh, no, but it's the second to last thing sent. It's the last thing I that sent. That doesn't show who got left off, though. Oh, you're looking for who got I'm left looking off. for who got left, the, who got left off graphic. But, yeah, but do you guys think Kyrie should have been on it? Do you guys think Drummond should have been on it? What do you Drummond. think? Drummond. Not, not Drummond. Uh, Dwight Howard. What the fuck? But, um, I mean... Two people that I thought didn't deserve to make it, Dame and AD. Um, don't understand why they made it. Uh, Dwight Howard, I feel like should have been the first name in terms of people who were snubbed uh, to make it. Um, also, I want to say Alex English. I don't know if you guys know him, but mm-hmm. he was the top scorer in terms of a whole decade in the 80s, the leading scorer. And he had eight straight seasons with 2000. 2,000 points. I know a lot of old school guys. Like I know inside the NBA was talking about it, and some guys, uh, all famers, um, throughout social media were shouting him out. Um, mm-hmm. Play for the Nuggets, but I feel like, you know, if you're eight-time All-Star, you're Hall of Famer, three-time All-NBA, and you know you're the leading scorer for a whole decade, I think you definitely deserve to be a top 75 player, especially over someone like Dame. Um, was not a bad player. I think he'll eventually make it, uh, but just not now. Uh, Vince Carter, Tracy, Alonzo Mourning, I felt those are a couple of names that should have got consideration too. But uh, overall, I think Dwight, Alex English, those probably my top two picks that got snubbed. Talk about Clay, Zach. Yeah, I was talking about Clay. Yeah, Clay got left off and he got he got trolled by the Warriors <laughs> with the jersey. Um, but he thinks, you know, he said he thinks he's he he's he's he needs to be on it. And I think he needs to be on it. I think Clay has has revolutionized the game. I mean, Steph is obviously the main reason that he's that shooting has revolutionized the game. But Clay Thompson is arguably a top five shooter of all time. He I think he is he is a top five shooter of all time. He's arguably the second best shooter of all time. Um, I think he's one of the best defenders. Yeah, or has been in the last couple of years when he was healthy. Um, you know, he's been a key piece on those war that Warriors dynasty. Um, and he's been with Steph and Draymond. You know, I don't think they go to those championships without Clay and some of those nights. And he's had a lot of big performances in the playoffs, the game six, the game seven against uh you could just Thunder. say game six in general. Game six a... Clay, yeah, game six Clay is a known occurrence a no a known reoccurring occurrence you know it's, known, it's a it's a it's player a known, that you compare with other players game six clay is a known phenomenon you know uh you know it's it's i can see why he's not on it because he's been off he hasn't been playing the last two years i think if he has been playing the last uh year or the last two one of those years i think he could have gotten higher but um i mean he didn't he barely missed a cut barely yeah, he barely he barely missed a cut so um, I think he'll be on. I think he can continue to perform, and I think he can get there. I think he can get in that top seventy-five conversation later in his career. You know, um, if he keeps making threes and gets up there in the 
in their rankings. Um, so I think he should have been on it, but there's obviously a lot of good guys on here that deserve to be on. So I'm not, you know, mad about it, but. Yeah, I wish I could see the list of people they're forgetting. So it'd like trigger my mind. But the first one obviously is Dwight Howard. I mean, yeah, like Muhammad said, that, that, that came to everyone's mind. That that's a no brainer to me. I don't know how AD and Dame are on this list because of the people who aren't. It, it feels like what they did with the 50, you know, how they put Shaq on, even though nobody at the time thought Shaq was a top 50 player. Right. Everybody thought he would be, and now I think everybody would say he's a top five player or at the very least top 10. Yeah. Um, so it was like preemptive. So that might be what they're doing with Dame and AD, but as of today, AD is not a better player than Dwight Howard. I'm sorry. He just, he just is not. Neither is Dame. Um, so God, I'm trying to think of who else they left off. A lot of, uh, oh, what was I about to say? Damn it. Um, I can't remember what I was going to say. Damn. But, uh, yeah, Carmelo was on it. Um, some people thought Carmelo didn't deserve to be on it. Uh, some people think, you know, Dame deserved to be on it too. Or Dame, Dame was on it, right? Yeah. And PG made it too, right? No. Well, George did not make it. Yeah. Um, well, I can understand that. Yes. Yeah, I can understand yes. that. Yeah. Do you guys I didn't think, think that, uh, what's it called? You guys think like guys like Paul George and um Vince Carter, um Dame AD, just I know we say they don't deserve to be on it, but just in case like I was gonna say, uh, yeah, I, I remember. I was gonna say you can't there's some players on this. I feel like you have to be if you can't tell the story of basketball without mentioning these certain players, then they need to be on oh, here, this are. list, right? Like, I don't think you can tell the story of basketball without Vince Carter. I think Vince Carter revolution, he changed the game with the dunking, that performance in the dunk contest, I think is iconic, an iconic moment in NBA history. I think that's why he should be on it is because he's made iconic dunks in games. He's had iconic moments in dunk contests. I think that's enough to put him in um, over some other guys. Uh, and I Do don't think, think, yeah, my bad. Go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. I was done. I was gonna say, like, since you mentioned Vince Carter, and like, I say T Mac, Alonzo yeah. Morning. Like, do you guys feel like these guys, like, just in terms of like, I know there's a lot of like black and white players in terms of like the 50s and 60s players that you know weren't really like in terms of skill wise, you know, these guys would you know thump them and stuff. Mm -hmm. So, do you guys feel like they deserve to make it over guys like that? Nah, right. dude, I, I agree. Complaining. That's why I was asking. I, I know. I, I listened to what Chris Broussard, I was watching First Things First, and Chris Broussard brought up a great point, one that I've used forever in this argument, is he said great, greatness isn't uh, transcendent or whatever. Or it, it is transcendent, right? Right. Meaning, basically, if you put those players with those skills in today's era, yeah, they're going to get they're going to get clapped. The players are going to today they're going to smoke them because it's just not fair. But yeah. you're acting as if because they played when the game was, you know, first created, the technology was way worse, the shoes way worse, the training way worse, the medicine way worse, the hoops way worse, no three-point line, all that stuff. It all matters. 
So I'm telling you, this is how I look at it, is if all those players today, and I, I watch videos because I, I, I watched a video on Twitter. I saw it because I'm actually going on Twitter now, you know. Um, it was it was a video of, like, the, the you know, the stereotypical white boys playing back then, you know. And you'd look at them playing basketball, you'd be like, what the heck? And they're like, all of the players in this image made the top 75. And I'm like, well, yeah, let them grow up today. There's, yeah. They're going to be really good because – Great players find a way to be great always. Mm-hmm. It's the same reason that I don't think LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan because of eras. Well, if MJ played in this era, I think he'd have a 20-plus year, you know, career as well. And then he would have all the longevity stats. It wouldn't even be close. So the to are, your point, yeah. yeah, to your point, I just don't – I don't think it's I don't think that's a fair argument. You have to, yes, errors matter. They really do because it's, mm-hmm. it's not fair. It's the same thing with baseball or, or running like Jesse Owens would dust everybody in the world today, including Usain Bolt. If he had the same train, the same shoes, the same track, if he just got to race with this kind of technology, yeah. it wouldn't be fair. That's just, yeah. I'm looking at like, like, like the Wilt era. I, they posted like some highlights recently from the Wilt era you know just in the in the post just shooting like sky hooks and making like easy bank jumpers and everyone's everyone was everyone was unimpressed in the comments but i'm like if he had the like stuff the 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 technology and the capabilities now like it'd be un he'd be unstoppable will would be if he had all he the would training. still be unstoppable if the, yeah. train, if the train he had the training and everything now like oh my god it's it's a nightmare to think about um but yeah, the the errors is something that needs to be encountered for. I think there's a lot of guys on this list that you know they changed the game back then, and they you, people don't think about that. Like, where is the game without guys like Wilt or guys like uh, George Mikan or guys like uh, Clyde or Frazier? Or where where is the game without those guys? And I think it's not in a good spot if those guys aren't on the team, aren't on the on in the history if you can't tell what you did there. the the story of basketball too if you, you can't tell the story of basketball without some of those guys in the black and white eras and if you can't do that they need to be on the list um i don't agree with clay thompson being on this list i i personally don't think he should be but no. another big name that people were talking about was kyrie irving mm-hmm. what, are, what are you guys' thoughts on kyrie yeah um, i don't know I don't know. Ackloids, uh, you're talking about Ackloids, I know it's... Everything. Is he good enough to be on the top 75? I think plain and simple. I you do? Yeah. But I'm just saying, Ackloids-wise, people are going to make that argument against him. Oh, he yeah. doesn't have more All-NBAs than this guy, or he doesn't have much All-Star appearances and whatnot. And the one, number one thing was, I know Shannon was talking about it. Oh, Kyrie without LeBron is nobody. That's so. Cool. That's number it's one. Just, I hate that argument. Yeah, I, I it's that. just stupid, dude. So it's so it's so bad. I I don't off. think he should. Is it, be he, he's supposed to, he's supposed to, is he supposed to be on the list because of one shot? I was like, come on, bro. Folks, folks, they do the same thing with Kevin Love. Folks ignore the fact that the teams got better, better. They improved as those two players were there. Timberwolves got better every single year. Kevin Love was on the Timberwolves, except for one year because he was hurt. The Cavs got better with Kyrie. So they were improving. They just needed some extra help. It's it's not like he couldn't, you know, improve a team. And then the next argument is what, when he went to the Celtics, they did better without him, which right. is, there's more to that than simply just him. 
but Zach, go on. Uh, yeah, Kyrie is tough because Kyrie has been on these champ those that championship team with LeBron, and they went to that they went to three championships together. Um, they went to the three three finals together. Sorry, but the, you know, and he hasn't really done anything since. But he's still one of the most skilled players in the league. He's arguably the most skilled player all time. Um, we talked about the we had the offensive repertoire debate <laughs> a couple of months ago. Um, but you know, he he is very skilled. It's hard, man, because he hasn't done a lot without, you know, by himself. He hasn't carried a team by himself. He has he doesn't have like a an MVP caliber season by himself. Um, he does he hasn't yeah, he just hasn't had like a you know, continued playoff success besides those LeBron teams. Um, so it's tough to put him on that list. Um, but I think he certainly has an argument. There's some guys who are saying he has no argument whatsoever, and that's just asinine because he's the most – arguably the most skilled player of all time, most best handles all time, you know, can get his shots easily all time. Um, so he needs to be – he needs to be – and the argument, at least in the case, at least not, he's, there is no, there is an argument for him. There is not, you know, no argument for him. So he definitely deserves to be uh, argumented and debated for. I, I don't think he should be there. Yeah. And it's but mostly because of accolades, but I agree. There's accolades. An yeah. The accolades. Right. Yeah. See, that's why this is hard is because, well, so I look at Kyrie and I'd be like, who do I take off to put him on? Well, Dame and AD are the obvious choices just off my yeah. head. And yeah. I don't even know all these players, like, well, I didn't I get to watch take, all of them. I think them. you could take AD off and put Kyrie on. I don't, well, yeah, but AD does I'm not, not have putting the... Kyrie before Dwight Howard. No way. No. And way. I'm, yeah, I'm no probably way. not putting him before Vince Carter. Yeah. I don't know. Um, that's just Me- my initial take, thoughts. Would you take Melo off and put Kyrie on? No. Melo is a better player than Kyrie to me all the time. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, it's, it's arguable. See, that's where the accolades come in. Like how much of this is relying on accolades? Like, I'd love to know who I'd like to speak to the people who made the list. I know a lot of people want to, because they had issues. Here's another name though. Chris Bosh. Yeah. That's a good point. Chris Bosh. I don't know if he's top 75. This is, this I don't do this. Like, this is become unnecessary to me because of stuff like this. They don't even make sense anymore. I don't know because is it is it relying on accolades or not? Yeah. Or is it? Am I just looking at skill? Because if I'm looking at just compare, skill, Kyrie Irving's on this list. You can't compare this many different players and this different many timelines. It's just and eras. Yeah. Asking for trouble because it's just unnecessary. They should have done like um. Best twenty-five from each decade or something. Each decade, maybe best twenty like break it down yeah. to each position just compare like make it more comparable if you're going to compare this many players to each other because if we're over here talking about Kyrie and Chris Bosh who two different skill sets two different positions one's six nine and the other one's barely six two so it's just um in science we call these variables and when you run an experiment and you're trying to figure something out the more you have to control all your variables <laughs> I just I want to feel like you know a smarty there. He oh but if you don't, if you don't, like they aren't, shut up. I heard that. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> but if you don't control all these variables like age, era, not age, size, era, um, medicine, stuff like that, technology, that all matters. That's gonna affect your outcome 
makes it really hard to compare LeBron James to Joe Schmo, Walt Frazier from back then, like even. Yeah. And, and I, I only bring up Walt Frazier because our, you know, Jack. Jack loves Walt Frazier, yeah. S-I-U alum. But uh, we're getting up there in the time right now. We've gone through a yeah, lot of football's topics. on. we got a lot, through a lot of topics here. Football's on, but appreciate you guys. Another episode, episode 37 in the books. The season is back, you know. Love having you guys here. The podcast is making big changes this year, though, so stay tuned. Um, our our week our nightly videos our social, recaps just social media our social media is trying to get better so yeah we're trying to grow that um, look us at look at us on TikTok follow us on TikTok like our Twitter content Twitter Instagram link tree that's in the bio below you know deal but appreciate you guys um yeah, yeah we're gonna start a dynasty fantasy league too that's gonna be fun. That's-